This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. Hey guys, it is the Awesome Cast, episode 324, live from the Mayhem Studios here in Pittsburgh, PA. I am Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter, ready to talk tech, get geeky, and it is election night in the U.S. of A. Uh, election night here in Pittsburgh, and, uh, and and we'll be talking a little bit of uh, election technology, online, social media, a couple of different things. Uh, I am even, like, I'm, I'm kind of watching it right now, CBS News is kind of my app for this thing. Uh, so I can still get my news if I feel like like actually watching real news um, that isn't local. Uh, Charlie Rose is telling is very serious on there right now. So, uh, but with me coming from Studio C, he's John Chichilla, Chillatech.net gadget extraordinaire at Big Bank International Incorporated LLC. Hey, how's it going today? I'm on, set- this, on this on this fine. Fine election day. This fine election day, which we'll get into a little bit of by why it's a very special election day for you, Chilla. Yes, a, it a is. little bit a little later in the show here. And also back with us is Cynthia Klosky at Cynthia Klosky on the Twitter. She's a partner over there at Shift Collaborative doing some really cool things. Well, hello. How are you? Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you doing? I am terrified. <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that. We're all in this together on the internet, so uh, we can watch it all uh, um, on our iPads. <laughs> um, it'll be a lot more fun later, of course. Uh, uh, Wrestling Mayhem show. We are going to elect a uh, president of Mayhem. Uh, is how we're looking to celebrate this as well. Uh, so look forward to that if you if you uh, listen to multiple podcasts here. I think both of these are going to be a lot of fun for the election night tonight. So, anyways, uh, but this is the Awesome Cast. Check us out at awesomecast.net. Subscribe on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, um, and video versions on YouTube and Facebook. Or the live stream is actually over on Facebook right now. That's what we've been using lately. We've been using Facebook Live via Wirecast, in case you're curious about that. Some out there have been asking lately. Uh, but you can always, no matter where we end up, what technology that we've uh, forsaken for the next one, you can uh, find that embedded or a link to the chat room or a chat room right there when we figure that part out again at live.awesomecast.net. You can also uh, uh, support the show on patreon.com slash awesomecast like a good, our good friend Mike Fedor of Mike Fedor Show uh, on the Twitters has been supporting us for a good long time right now at the dollar level. Thank you so much for that and everybody that does support the show and has supported the show in the past, you can uh, become a part of that. And you get some uh, inside info about what we're working on. And also, please check out all the awesome chats over at awesomecast.net. We uh, just talked with uh, last week Mike Quackenbush of uh, Wrestling Promotion Chikara Pro. They've got an Indiegogo going on right now. You can go support a wrestling video game right now to help them get it done a little quicker than what they're projected currently. So check out that interview and check out everything else going on. And we're sorry, anybody else, that our interviews have got you in trouble. I got some interesting news about that this week. Uh, but anyways, uh, but uh, so let's get into our awesome... Oh, hey, shout out to RiversEdgePGH.com. I think they are doing a live spot tonight uh, with election night. Uh, so in between shows, you can... 
flip over there and see what they they got going on. Uh, but uh, we are there uh, playing on their stream uh, 8 a.m. Thursday mornings after Funny Money. So uh, go check them out. And we're also on their feeds as well. So, all right, let's get into our awesome thing of the week. So uh, this is the part where I disclose. Hey, so I've been driving for Uber and Lyft lately. So like now when we talk about stories, do I have to disclose that? Is that is that the journalistic thing to do? Probably. I think you have to do that. Yeah, I think if you're given an opinion on it, especially from a driver's perspective, you definitely have to. I definitely have to now. So, um, well, finally, last week, I, I've been driving for nearly a month for Uber. And I have been driving for, I finally got approved a week ago for Lyft because those are two wildly, wildly different processes here, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, it's kind of my awesome thing of the month or whatever because, uh, because it's been kind of a fun extra thing I've been doing. You know, for a little bit of money, little, just a little kind of curiosity to see see how it works. Um, I got into it because obviously um, I, I was involved in that um, um, uh, video for Mashable that we talked about on here a little bit ago with the self-driving cars with Uber and everything. It got me thinking about, you know, well, okay, what is it like to be a driver and how easy it is, is it to be a driver? I got a new enough car that that's, you know, in decent shape. So I, I was like, okay, let's give this a shot. Um First of all, amazed at how quick you get signed up with Uber. Like they go through a background check, you fill out your papers, submit your your insurance that's that's applicable, whatever is required for the state, and you're going in like I think it took me like it took me about 5 days, but there was some glitch that wasn't approving me. Here's the thing, I found a glitch in both processes while I was signing up <laughs> that I had to go to support and say, "Hey, can we fix this so I can get going?" Um, so I sat on there, like just flipping on cause I got all the emails says I was approved after like two days and for about three days, I kept trying to log in and it wouldn't let me go. Uh, Lyft on the other hand, they actually have you meet with a mentor, basically verify you're a person and you don't suck, I think. Um, but, uh, so, so everything goes through and I got caught up in that process and dis- disconnected somehow from my original mentor I was trying to schedule with and took me about three weeks to figure out and finally, you know, email support and say, Hey, what's going on here. And again, you meet with somebody, they go over, you know, everything and look at your car and kind of take pictures of everything and you verify your turn signal works and, and, and stuff like that. And then you're good to go. Is the, is the mentor like an experienced driver or yes. is it, how, how, how do they choose the mentor? I have not seen the process that gets us there yet um but no that it's 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 definitely somebody that's been driving for a while even my mentor was somebody that had another side business like she 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 does uh baking and she was making like cheesecakes for something down at uh, the convention center uh told me that she was in the running for shark tank for a while there too so and she's doing left on the side and it's it's you know you know one of those things so uh kind of a, a fellow entrepreneur right so, uh, yeah, and I kind of got into it thinking like, okay, I like driving around the city in general. Like I literally like, don't mind just like, Hey, I need to unwind drive around the city, but I feel it's weird when I don't have a destination, I guess. That's why I love like when I'm going to video gigs and everything, I get to go to different parts of the city. Um, and I get to meet different people. I love networking. I love meeting different people. And also a little bit of the, Hey, you know, this, this is networking. Like, like that's one thing that dawned on me when I was in San Diego was a Lyft driver said that he was a graphic designer. And I'm like, wait, this is the kind of people that, that drive this, that are usually in these cars. And, and over the time that I've been, I've been doing it, I've met a writer for the Washington Post, a sports writer. 
Um, so we got to talk about the Amazon thing a little bit. Um, I've met um, all kinds of different people that like other people that work at work hard that that you know just you know have popped in or out and worked around that stuff. Other kind of entrepreneurs. One dude I was talking to, talking to about uh, AI the entire trip. I picked over over by uh, uh, Bakery Square. Um, so. Like I'm picking up my kind of people, you know what I mean, for the most part. When they're not drunk, of course. Um, but <laughs> which I have a couple of stories for that too. But no, it's been a blast, to be quite honest. And and it's a little extra money in my pocket. That seems like a really good networking technique though, if there's a region that you would want to network in, like you're saying, if you if you like kinda hover around Bakery Square, you're more likely to get the people Right. It's perfect. You right, know? Or right. wherever else you might want to be. That could be something if you're like, hey, I want to get in with Google. Let's go hang out by Google. And eventually, who, like, who, that's exactly the kind of person that's going to do this, right? Uh, it, it, you know, people, people around those kinds of businesses or, or, you know, hang around certain businesses. Certain time of day, you know, they're going for the airport, too. So you have a bit longer uh, uh, commute with them. Um, so it, it's been interesting. And also, like, like, it's also been, you know, really interesting to see what kind of people i get picked up um one was a, a a lady that was going to the airport going back to canada apparently everybody had been called in for an all hands meeting at this uh, uh tech company of some sort didn't entirely pin down what they do just the drama from the phone calls and uh just kind of reaffirming oh hey that's not a business i want to be in you know kind of thing uh the drunks are fun mostly except for the two girls that yelled at each other the entire trip from uh, uh, Carson Street on the south side over to uh, Walnut Street. Uh, so, so that was fun. Um, almost like an argumentative debate, or was no, it just they were no, just no, no? Uh, like uh, you're really horrible because your father's an alcoholic. Debate uh, <laughs> that, like that bad, right? Uh, so I thought it was going to get physical, and I have to stop and kick him out of my car. I actually did have to tell the one girl to leave the car because she was pouting in the corner <laughs> and i'm like and i'm like no none of you are redeemable in this everybody get out of my car uh so yeah pretty pretty horrible they broke but, i mean that's working on a i mean that sounds like an i hope that wasn't like a morning <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, no no you know the times of day that you work oh, yeah. then oh, will yeah. kind of dictate a little bit of that right yeah that's a that's a saturday friday saturday night is is what i've i've, I've been doing so i've been i've been kind of figuring out like, okay, let's try an afternoon at this time. Let's try this night, you know, over in this region. Kind of still feeling out what's what, right? Um, sorry. Now, are you tracking all your data, Mike? Because, I mean, this is valuable data for you and for your, you know, what's where's the ROI for you, right? Right, exactly, exactly. So so that's, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of feeling out the process. I'm not really documenting it. Um, but I know, okay, honestly, my favorite thing to do is hang out in Oakland. Uh, Oakland at, uh, on the, on the, basically thursday through sunday because i'm just trucking kids from house party to house party and the and the college kids over there are are kind of the more fun people uh best experience was when i picked up four guys over there the uh college night is thursday so so you'll get a lot of that stuff um picked them up taking them over to the strip and uh not a minute into the trip uh, the fresh prince song comes on the radio and on cue everybody sings it just like all my friends do. And there's the fu- me and four strangers all just jamming out, knowing all the lyrics until that awkward part in the middle um, and the extended cut um, that, you know, to the Fresh Prince. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. It's been really fun. Um, I mean, every once in a while you get somebody that just really doesn't want to talk and maybe is not too great, you know. Um, 
and, and completely says, no, go this way and avoid traffic and put you right in the middle of traffic. And they're even more pissed, um, <laughs> you know, like on Steelers game day when they're just trying to get across town and had nothing to do with the game. Uh, but no, generally it's really good. I mean, I, I think, I think there's definitely, if you don't like driving around the city, stay away from this. Um, <laughs> okay. Just, I mean, you know, it's like, yeah, it's a real easy way to make money. Yeah. But no, stay away from this. Um, if, if you're get frustrated about the rush hour traffic, like I just got caught in and wasn't sure if I was going to make it back in time for this show, uh, for instance, um, cause you're really kind of, um, um, at the mercy, I mean, you could say you could cancel the trip if you're like, no, I'm gonna not gonna do that. It's your 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 prerogative, but I like to. I think like part of the system is you need to accept things because then it kind of breaks down if a lot of people are, are rejecting things. Like there was a I went I went out for a little bit last night, picked up a a, a woman down in uh, uh, Carnegie at the art gallery, um, and she was going all the way out to Greensburg, so. That was a good trip, you know. But again, now I'm not all, you know, taking all these different trips all over the place. I got nice one nice long one. Turns out uh, she completely presented at PodCamp on a panel with uh, uh, Mike Pound about bullying. <laughs> and we, like, really kind of know each other, sort of. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, there's another guy I picked up just a, a hill over here. Went to Butler Regional Hospital during rush hour. He was being admitted for alcoholism. So, and of course, um, one of the podcasts we do here at Sober Trying Media is with a guy that's an expert on 12-step programs as a counselor and everything. So at least I had a little bit of ammunition of, you know, what to talk to him about, you know, but you mostly wanted to talk about sports, so it wasn't so bad. Um, the drunks are interesting, mostly okay, sometimes dicks. Uh, I had to tell a guy to, that I picked up out of nowhere uh, up off of 79 uh, that to uh, please not drink in my car, and he threw his red solo cup out the window. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Uh, I had to mark one guy. I've, I've marked two people down. I've officially marked two people down. The girls that were yelling at each other, and then the guys that were kind of racist on the way to the strip club. So I was like, nope, 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 not cool people. So that's that's kind of. But generally, like I'll get like one kind of horrible person a night, but everybody's really pleasant for the most part. More so on Lyft, I think, because uh, I think the culture that they do over there um, um, kind of, you know, kind of kind of pushes that. That that is, that is kind of friendlier people. Uh, the idea is, with Uber is I'm your personal driver versus Lyft is um, I'm your buddy with a car. So um, and some people get into that. Some people don't. Uber kind of encourages getting in the back seat, and Lyft encourages getting in the front. And that kind of intermingles, right? Uh, depending on who they are. So I, I think it's cool. I, I think it's a, if you're in a city that has this and um, it's nice that you can turn it on whenever, it's nice that you're like, I got a few hours here or, you know, um, hey, you know, I need, a, I need a couple extra bucks. You can turn it on, go do it. You're completely in control of your own destiny in making money. Which is very entrepreneurial, very kind of if you're a self starter or something like this. Um, if you got an okay car, if you you know, I've heard multiple people that says I quit my job and and did this because I was sick of my job and I went and did this until you know this was the thing or I figured out something else and that's kind of you know that's that's kind of a really cool thing. It's a very liberating technology. And so, so you can definitely make a decent decent amount of money doing it. Past obviously. Rough. 
after you cover your gas and yeah. car wear and tear and whatnot. My, my take-home, not including gas and everything, but my take-home working probably a Friday and Saturday was, you know, probably a pretty hot, you know, Friday and Saturday, of course, with the holidays and everything and very warm last few weekends um, was, was a good 400 bucks. Okay. So, I mean, and if you're like working all the rush hours and all the places, you know, all, all the times when there's boosts and, and surges and everything like that and working those kinds of deals and the uh, penguins and Steelers and stuff like that, I, I think you can make some pretty decent money. Um, but again, it's not just about the money I'm bringing home in pocket. It's about the connections I'm making. I passed out my business card to, uh, you know, several people that was like, I think I need somebody like you, you know, and, and that's, that's been a really nice thing too. Um, there's an article that goes around about the guy that made uh, $250,000 a year on uh, driving for Uber. Now he didn't make that from Uber. He made that selling jewelry in his car to yeah, his riders. Right. So I'm not looking to do that necessarily, but I think there's a lot of um, there's a lot of opportunity there. Mm-hmm. You have a captive audience, kind of right. So I think there's a lot of you know a lot of things you can do with that. Whether it be the networking thing, whether it be actually like like selling something. You know, I, I put in the cup holders uh, in the back seat. I put cards for Psychic Media and uh, Bite Me Bakery because you never know, right? Um, have the little care package and everything uh, until like some drunk did something really horrible to my care package and had like candy and stuff into it. And I'm like, well, that's going to need clean. And I need to figure out a different way to do this. So, but so, so does either program have rules about that kind of selling? Not that I've seen. No, absolutely not that I've seen. And actually Lyft encourages um, not, not so much the, the kind of pimping your stuff, but a, um, a very customized ride. You know, um, um, they, 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 they want you to kind of have fun with it, you know? So, um, yeah. I but think- there's everything fun. And like, I just watched a video last night about like multi-level marketing. Like if mm-hmm. you're, if you're preaching the, I don't, I, I, I'm just going to not say any, if you're preaching some sort of MLM kind of thing for an entire ride out to Green Tree. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it ha- back on your radio. right. It has to be done fairly tactful because you don't want to be, um, um, you don't want to be like salesman to, to somebody that you're driving for for ten twenty minutes, right? But uh, but some people completely will and will do good with it, right? And mm-hmm. uh, with those strong arm tactics, I'm not a kind of person that does that. All my stuff uh, I do in just general conversation, right? And which, yeah, I mean, you know, me, I, I do what I do, like this show, like, like the other things. I just talk about what I'm into. And if it, and that will be a path into talking about, you know, something that I do for a living, right? Uh, so, so, so over the week, um, over this week at work, we, you know, we, we, we watch videos to um, improve our marketing minds. And we watched um, the greatest movie ever sold, this Palm Wonderful movie mm-hmm. with, you know what I mean? With, um, what's his name that did the, um, Morgan, the Morgan Spurlock. Morgan Spurlock. I saw this one. Right, right, right. But so now can you do product placements? Can you sell advertising in your lift? Can you sell advertising in your thing? You're, there's another line of, of work for you. I have considered it. I have absolutely oh, considered it. I have absolutely, because I was already going to kind of put, I'm, well, I've been trying to get, I've been telling the wrestling promoters, I'm like, hey, get me your flyers. I have a captive audience. 
um, and 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 kind of setting up uh, 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 the back. So you know, I kind of drive people. I'm trying to figure out ways that I can get people's attention, like other than like signs that say, "Hey, this this uh, this driver is really into technology and pro wrestling." You know, because that can spark conversation. You know, I want I want to have some kind of visual conversation starter of people along a certain like minded, right? Uh, because one, that'll make the trip better because we've made that connection. You know, just just in general, you know, and maybe I mean that you know, cool five star trip trip or or tips if you're on Lyft. Um, so and, and trying to be as conversational as possible, but it's kind of me natural, right? Uh, so like, a, like you you phrased it as sort of a poll, like you know, say, hey, my poll this week is this, and really what it is, what whatever the answer is that they give you. That gives you a conversation starter, you know. Ooh, that could be fun. That could be fun. Like we can have like, hey, ha- you know, hashtag, hashtag. Uh, uh, I, I've been considering uh, greeting people to the Sorgatron Express. I'm working on the intro, uh, so mm-hmm. when they get in the car. But uh, you know, but generally, I'm like, hey, yo, hey, yo, how's it going? How's your day? Uh, let me know if you need to change any uh, uh, change of the, the the temperature in here or the or the music. Um, so I just, you know, trying to, uh, accommodate people and kind of find that comfort zone. I want to try to build on that as I go here. So, uh, it, it's fun. It's fun. And it's, again, it's just like, I, you know, got back from, from driving in the entire weekend on a trip and I really needed to unwind. So going out on a Sunday night, I love doing evenings because I feel like I have more control on the road because like there's nobody on the road. Right. Uh, so, so that's been kind of fun. So really enjoying that. Don't want to do airports because they put you in a queue and you could sit out there past your hour limit in the cell lot and have to pay for the cell lot. Uh, so and it doesn't it doesn't make sense that I can tell. But I don't mind taking people to the airport, uh, but and finding something on the way back. So it's been fun. It's uh, I will probably have more stories uh, uh, with this as I go. Um, I also I'm trying I'm going to snag a, a dash cam so I can put that up partially for security, of course. And partially in case I catch something pretty cool, I catch caught the entire argument of those those girls because I, I put it I, I I stuck it in the back just in case since it was Halloween uh, Saturday night basically. So I'm like, listen, if anything weird or bad is going to happen, it's going to be tonight. Uh, so let's make sure I have like at least something you know in there. Uh, so I just kind of had it stuck in the back on my on, my, on the selfie stick. So. But no, it's pretty fun. I, I recommend it. If you guys have any questions, anybody thinking about doing something like that, um, well, let me know. I, I I think it's absolutely a thing to help you get outside of a job rut or anything like that. You know what I mean? So, all right, Chilla, what is your awesome thing of the week? So mine comes on on the the heels of uh, of things breaking. So unfortunately, my Apple Thunderbolt display bit the dust. Um, a, about a week ago. So I was, I was stranded without a large monitor. So I had to quickly find something that I could pick up or, or get through Amazon at, at a reasonable price. So the, the Samsung, it's the, the U 28E590D. Um, and I did include the Amazon link. You can pick these up also. Best Buy carries them. In, in a lot of their stores, um, but it is a 4K 28-inch monitor. Ooh. I'm pretty impressed with it so far. Um, coming in at like the $360 price tag was was pretty important to me. I'm gonna I'm gonna look to get my my Thunderbolt display fixed if at all possible because I think it's a power issue. Um, 
but if it costs too much, it's probably just not going to be worth it. Um, display, it takes some tweaking and playing around with to get your blacks black, but I'm pretty impressed with the picture. Um, I'm actually running it well over 1080p, but I'm not running it at the full kind of 4K. So I'm running it at 2560 by 1440. That resolution will go all the way to 3840 by 2160. Um, so, so, I mean, things get pretty small, even at, on a, on a 28 inch device. Um, like I said, it, pretty nice to work with two HDMIs and a display port, um, which is a lot different from my Thunderbolt display that had one Thunderbolt cable. Um, I will honestly say I am truly missing my Thunderbolt display from the, from that aspect of I plugged one cable into my laptop. And it also ran power to my laptop. And then on the back of the monitor was four USB ports, audio in and out, um, Ethernet, etc. Um, so I'm actually looking at Thunderbolt docks to kind of revise my workstation. But obviously, that's an additional cost that will be pending the, the repairability and cost to repair the the thunder the thunderbolt display but so far like i said really happy i was i was really nervous about the blacks being black um obviously the the refresh rate on this monitor is is one millisecond whereas the thunderbolt because of the panel it's made out of the panel gives excellent color representation but the the um, refresh rate's like 11 milliseconds so it's 11 times that um, you get some tearing if you're playing fast video and whatnot or video games, but for the, for the price, I think this, this is great. This, it's a great device. I'd highly, highly recommend it. Um, you will want to take some time and play with the settings from brightness and contrast and, uh, the, the different modes that it has and whatnot. But uh, so far I'm, I'm rather impressed. Awesome. So yeah, we'll include the link in the show notes as well. Uh, so you guys can go check that out. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still looking. Like I said, I'm still snagging hand-me-down monitors to uh, <laughs> to supplement my, my my monitor needs myself. But I'm usually on a MacBook anyway. So, um, but cool. Go check that out. Sandy Flosky, what is your awesome thing of the week? Um, I I don't actually have an awesome thing of the week. That's uh, a technological sort of a, an event. Mostly, I have been. I, I mentioned the terrified part. Um, so I've been watching The Walking Dead and following election results. I mean, uh, you know, coverage. So mostly I've been not sleeping. I'm just going to blame that. Oh, no. Oh, no. So, yeah, that goes together. <laughs> uh, well, okay. We'll talk about uh, a little bit more uh, election things. There's a couple of things um, that kind of hit uh, this, this time frame uh, for us. Uh, but first, I want to give a shout out to our friends, Slice on Broadway at SliceOnBroadway.com. Uh, they've been supporting Pittsburgh Podcasting with the Perfect Pepperoni Pizza for uh, a couple years now. Uh, right up here, uh, Rico and the guys up here in Broadway in the Beachview neighborhood. Please get off the train if you're uh, coming through. Check out, check them out for sure. Uh, but also, please uh, check out their other locations, Carnegie, uh, down in Carnegie, PA, down on Main Street. Uh, the, the wonderful, they, they've really done a lot down there last couple couple years and really kind of rejuvenated that area down in Carnegie. Please go check it out. By the way, maybe the biggest gecko I think I've ever seen down there driving by the other day. 
Um, but no, go check them out. Uh, there and PNC Park, home of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I do believe that is open all year round, not just in season. So you guys uh, need to get a lunch if you can cross the Roberto Clemente or happen to be on the north side. Uh, please go uh, check them out. PGH underscore Slice on the Twitter, as well as Slice on Broadway on the Facebook and the Instagram. Go uh, let them know you heard about us, heard about them on us, the awesome cast. And uh, thank you so much for those guys for supporting the show. All right, it's election day. Charlie Rose is still telling me how it is on CBS News. By the way, I think this is great. Like, this has been, I love that there is something I could click on on my Apple TV on something where I'm like, okay, what is happening? You know, if there is that, hey, hey, something's going on, it's going to be a live report kind of thing. I have something that can default, you know what I mean? And, and kind of hit that up. So, so, and, and, and on top of that, CNN also live streaming their entire broadcast uh, on the internet today. Uh, so you don't have to do the login or anything else. If, you know they have to have a cable uh, or anything like that. So so cord cutters rejoice. You get to panic with everybody else in the country, um, <laughs> but uh, in in a similar fashion. But uh, well, soon you'll have the, the TV app to lead you directly to all the different different apps that are that are hosting that type of content. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, I, I think it's kind of cool. So, so what are you, you guys uh, looking at this election cycle? I mean, it's always really interesting since it's, you know, especially the presidential where we are, you know, looking at mostly what's going on, you know, in that election and, 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 and that, that technology bump, you know, just like the Olympics every four years, right? Uh, okay, how, how much more tech is, is into this the next four years than it was four years ago, right? I, I feel like I think the last one was the first real social media election that we had uh, when o Obama got uh, uh, reelected. So um, other than, you know, the obviously like very social media kind of campaigns, I guess. If you can call some of those that. Um, what, what are some things that you're looking at? Chilla, you have an interesting um, how – well, I'll just let you explain. So, so uh, it, it may or may not surprise people, but up until this year, I've never been registered to vote. So obviously up until this year, I've also never voted. Um, so it was my first time at the polls. Um, I, was a, I was a bit – Taken back, and I, I think we're a little more ahead of some of the other states and other areas with with the electronic voting and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I was, and, and I don't know what it was like at your polling locations, but early in the morning this morning, I got there right after the polls opened so I could then get to work. It, it surprised me how many people tried to leave the poll site without completing their the voting process. So when you vote, you make your selections. There's the red button up at the top that says vote. And then you have to confirm they hit the vote button, but they never, they weren't hitting the, conf the confirmation button. Mm -hmm. um, I'm guessing when the polls aren't as active, it's probably not as hard, but I literally watched seven people get chased. Like they had hit the doorway, leaving the, the room and the people were chasing and running after them. In fact, I got chased after because they thought that I was at a different unit or whatever. And I was like, no, that wasn't me. And they're like, yeah, it was. And I, they said, come back here for a minute. So I came back and I'm like, that wasn't where I was at. So it, it kind of really surprised me. And it, it, it almost worried me. You know, I did, I did watch them actually miss 
catching someone. So mm-hmm. I guess that person's vote didn't count, but and here's it, it, here's, it, it, it was definitely eye opening. Those on video for those that may not be in Pennsylvania or don't vote. Um, as Chiller was until today. Uh, this is this is what the uh, uh, machines look like. Basically, you you pick your thing. Uh, that vote uh, uh, light uh, blinks red, and it asks you to confirm back down on the screen. You're actually supposed to hit the vote thing, hit that, confirm on the screen, and you're good to go. So yeah, and it looks like. Have you, were you amazed by? I've always been fascinated because it looks like they put an N64 cartridge into the thing to, uh, to yeah, load it. Yeah, that, that, I was a little confused by that because it was when we walked up there. Obviously, it's waiting for him to insert that. Um, the the one thing I will say, and 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 I, I've actually tried to. Uh, I'm starting a campaign for 2020. I, I was very, very, very upset. As a first-time voter, the one thing that I really looked forward to mm-hmm. was an I Voted sticker. <laughs> and I am sad and stickerless. That's so sad. <laughs> I was Usually, the, the where I vote um, often does not have them. Uh, and this time they did, and I, but they have them before you actually vote. You could stand in the line and pick up a sticker and then leave. Now, why do you do that? I can't run away, but, Run away laughing. <laughs> I think I have to vote. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a lot of people on social media today with their stickers, and I, I posted mm-hmm. to a lot of them and 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 actually tweeted Bill Peduto, hoping that by 2020 all polling sites will have the I voted stickers <laughs> in adequate numbers. Yes, yes. Well, ours didn't have any. I, I mean, I was I was I was there rather early, and and there were definitely no stickers to be had. Mm-hmm. I wonder, I mean, I assume that that is a polling place thing. Like, they don't just get a packet. You know, they have- uh, yeah, I'm guessing, and someone I talked to said that someone that, 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 that was working the, the polls where she went stated that she brought, she brought them on her own. They weren't provided. Um, I saw some people in Ohio. Theirs has, like, the Ohio state kind of what the state looks like and for I voted. So, so yeah, I'm guessing it's, it, it's not standard issue. But I, I think it should become standard issue, at least in Allegheny County, because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't outside of Allegheny County. It seems like there was a lot more people with the stickers, but um, not around here. Uh, Chilla, here's here's a here's a, some inside info for you. First of all, if you think that your polling place uh, needs to needs a little bit of correction and needs to make sure things are lined up like those stickers, it's actually probably not that hard for you to become part of the staff. <laughs> <laughs> As we discovered when uh, we when Chachi was uh, running for mayor that one year uh, on Twitter, and we I just wrote him in for everything that I didn't know, and he ended up becoming an, an elect, elect, uh, election judge uh, at two places somehow, um, <laughs> and and accepted one of them for a little bit. So so there you go. Um, so next time you see that that's up on the ballot and, uh, ballotpedia.org, by the way, I discovered just a couple days ago is very handy. Uh, so especially those primaries, I think is where a lot of that comes up. So, so if you see that kind of thing, just like kind of tell all your friends or say on Twitter, or we'll say it here on the show, you know, I guess, I guess it's going to be everybody in Dormont, but, uh, uh, you know, just kind of put, get that around. And I don't think it's going to be very hard. And you can make sure you have stickers next time. But to the point of, you know, the user experience of voting in Pennsylvania, those mm-hmm. machines that we're using these past couple of years, 
where the interaction is on the screen for most of it, and then it's outside the screen on that lighted vote button, and you think, oh, now it's done, and then it comes back to the screen. Like at the our polling place, we've got like signs up, and the uh, mm-hmm. older gentleman comes out and makes the same joke to everybody. Like, first of all, have you ever used this machine before? And you say no. He says, well, at least not today, right? He said it's just literally everyone <laughs> who voted. So, um, and you know what? He enjoyed it every time. So God bless him. But, um, but the fact that the interface does that, it's just so sad. You know what I mean? It's just it's it's a it's just a poor experience overall. And so in the polling place I went to, no one like left without getting that approval, but only because they were all individually coached by this guy with the bad joke at the beginning, you know, before right. every voting. And it must have been become such an issue this morning because I know people that went much later in the in the in the day and they were saying that the when they went in they were they were definitely reminded multiple times on the way to the booth that to, to hit the vote button and then hit confirm. Yeah. They, they, they reiterated every time I go to it, like they, they always have, um, it's always the same people. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely, yeah, it, it's a, it's a rough UI, unfortunately. But, um, I, I think there's something about having the physical button, like adds to the confirmation, you know, to, to say, yeah, this was, this vote did definitely did count. I didn't accidentally approve this, you know? So I, I think that was last thing. Yeah. That has to be the last. Thing. Right. Right. Yeah. It, it should end there. And then, yeah. then they add the extra conf- confirm and it gets weird, but, um, but, uh, uh, so, so tell me about my ride. Hold on. My, my ride to vote.org here. So, so this afternoon, I was sitting at my desk, and I got a text message. So I looked over at my phone, and I was really impressed. I got a text message, and I'm, I'm not 100% sure how, and it came from an area code 215 number. But um, So I picked up the phone, and I was, I was, I was very impressed. There was the, the MyRideToVote.org campaign um, was providing uh, Lyft and Uber discounts with $15 credits both ways. So $15 in credit going to and $15 in credit coming back from your polling site. So I I thought that was pretty impressive, especially for for people that may be further away from their polling site or or having it not have a car or having issues getting to and from the site. I, I I thought it was a really good way to kind of push that last minute you, you don't have a reason for the most part to, to not go out and vote. That's great. And I know as, as writers, we've been getting um, emails about, about these in advance as well. So, um, but yeah, and I said, it's like kind of a bipartisan thing um, related to that. Cause I see North Carolina is on here as well. Uh, uh, I've been getting texts from North Carolina Democrats about early voting. Uh, so, uh, Hey, Kim from North Carolina Democrats, not i'm not in north carolina i'm sorry uh but uh but thankfully the link that i finally clicked the link on this last one and i've been getting texts for the last two weeks from north carolina democrats uh so uh it does it's just a it's a hillaryclinton.com um where do i need to vote so actually i could find my polling place uh from from this so it wasn't in in, in, you know entirely lost oh and espanol as well oh Oh, Eklanda donde podos votar. Uh, so, 
And now everything on my phone is going to be Spanish. Okay, putting that away. Um, but uh, no, uh, so the big resource for me was uh, Ballotpedia.org, like I mentioned. Because um, I've always been, okay, there's the big elections. You know, obviously we've been like done to death on those ones for a while. But I've always, it's always been hard for me to find a resource to say, no, 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 no. What happens, what's, what's, what do I need to vote for, right? Like, what state representatives, what, um, uh, what's on the, what's on the, you know, I, I learned about the, 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 um, the age thing. Cause I mean, you know, sometimes I'll have ball, uh, ballot questions. Like, uh, we had one about, uh, extending the required reti- retirement age of, um, as a Supreme Court judges or judges in general, I think it was in Pennsylvania. And, and sometimes you just kind of, yeah, sometimes you get those and you're like, like, okay, I guess I got to answer this, uh, yes or no. And, you know, you know, and you think about it right there, right? And that's not the best way to make a decision on something like that, right? So I had that in my head uh, going into, into it. You know, I was like, okay, these, you know, who are these guys? And you could actually track through. Um, because my big thing lately is whenever I'm, I'm questioning candidates, I'll just kind of go back through and, and find anything about their record and just look up internet technology, you know, things like that. Because that's basically my main basis is, okay, I know this is a bad decision when it comes to technology, right? If this guy says that it's a series of tubes, he's out, right? Like that kind of thing. So, so I, I and like the one was uh, uh, graduated with like a degree in, you know, technology and stuff. Uh, so I'm like, okay, this is my guy, you know? Like that, so it's nice to be able to drill into those because it's been super frustrating in years past. And I'm hoping something like Ballotpedia sticks around. Because I found this resource similar to this in the past, and it and it disappeared by the time I got around to it one election. So uh, so go check that out, ballotpedia.org. If there's any way to support them, please do. What what's the what's the site? Ballotpedia.org. So I'm saving that one away. Save that one away and. Hopefully, remember it next election cycle. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's good. You just you enter your address and uh, like your full address because you know section the section here, um, and and it'll pull up. It pulled it pulled up everything. There were no surprises when I when I went to vote. So that was, that was really kind of nice. So what you do is you you set you set a calendar invite for like October first, twenty twenty, with right. this link in it. But for, but for <laughs> primaries too and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, oh, what was it? Oh, you can also print the ballot out and take it with you, so you remember who you wanted to vote for. So that's valuable. That's that's huge. That's that's huge. I, I, in some in some states, you know, like California, where they have all those referenda. Like I remember when I lived out there, I had to study. I literally had to study before, like even more than what you're saying. And like take a cheat sheet every time. It was a lot of it was work. I mean, it's work of being a citizen and all that, but it was hard to make all those decisions. And so that kind of a tool, I don't want it to give me the answers because you know it's got biases in it as well. I mean, everything mm-hmm. probably does, right? But at least it gives you more information, or at least helps. The more that it would like link out to useful resources, the better. I, I guess I would only wonder about like what are the hidden biases of it. So, so I, I dove in a little bit, especially the state reps and everything. It gives you a list of important votes that they were involved in, and whether it was a yay or a nay. Uh, this, this this vote was on da 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 yay or nay. So um, I thought that was pretty cool, and I, I wish I had more time to spend with it. 
uh, to, to really study up on this stuff. But um, but but for a quick like, okay, I need to make a decision. Boom, 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 boom. You know, it it, it was pretty nice. I, I got to dig on one or two people and 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 you know feel a little more confident about my vote instead of going ah that guy I saw more signs. You know, so um, Chilla. You also, I thought it was interesting. We were talking about a little bit beforehand. What got you to vote? So, and a lot of people have pressured me not not to necessarily vote in a specific direction, but just to get out there and vote. And the, the, the oddly enough, or or not oddly enough, um, there was a whole campaign that 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 Joss Whedon did for Save the Day and Go Vote. Um, that had a slew of celebrities, particularly around the the Marvel comic book universe, um, uh, that that kind of did a they, they did a bunch of YouTube videos and the Save the Day, I think it's dot org, um, kind of put out a, a a lot of PSAs and and I I I I found it or it's Save the Day dot vote. Um, I've I've just found the the message compelling, compelling enough, and they made it easy enough. And I've actually looked at, you know, the whole registration process many, 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 many years ago. Um, the ability to do it completely online um, and, and kind of, it made it a lot easier and more accessible for me to register um, that, and, and the, the save the day site kind of led you through the process for PA um, so yeah, it was, it was very easy. I could have still decided at the last minute to not necessarily go, but, um, it, it, it definitely moved me. And the idea of seeing Mark Ruffalo naked, um, swayed my decision. <laughs> well, there you go. Whatever, whatever works. What was, so was it the difficulty of registering in the past was your major it was the so so I would say it was the difficulty of registering. I didn't necessarily necessarily feel passionate about any of the candidates. I remember feeling more ca- passionate as a kid during like the Ross Perot, Clinton. I don't even remember who else was running at the time. Um, I think that would have been Bush election. I remember feeling more passionate back then as a kid about that election than I have in some of the previous elections. So I think some of the some passion in within this election kind of drove me definitely to the polls. Um and also the friction free ability to 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 register. Doesn't it seem like though, you know, we talk about um People talk about if if things are done automatically for you, then you're going to do them. You know, so so like like everyone is signed up as a um, I don't know like an organ donor unless you have to opt out. You know what I mean? And then the rates of organ donating go up, donating go up. So I wonder whether there couldn't be a more automated way that everyone just gets registered and it isn't so terribly hard. I think it, you know doesn't it just I don't even remember doing it. That's how long ago I did it. You know, it's not like I tried. It, it seems like it somehow worked into getting a driver's license or something. Yeah, you know? I thought so too. I thought so too. Hmm. I, uh, I remember. So, I remember explicitly. It's so important to our, our like society that it seems like we should want that, like that we should vote that in. 
And the fact that we haven't maybe fits in with larger issues about really vote suppression and other challenges that we've got going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's for another podcast. Uh, (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, I want to touch on this one, uh, Cynthia. About, uh, uh, no, not the Harry Potter one, but I do kind of want to talk about Harry Potter. Tell me what Slack is doing. So we talked, we mentioned Microsoft is taking on Slack, right? But Slack had an interesting response here. Right. They posted, uh, um, a, like an open letter on their, on their blog, I think their medium or whatever blog. And then I, if I'm not mistaken, they also made it as a full page, um, ad in the New York Times or some other larger oh, paper of record. Where they, you know, if you read it with any sort of uh, thoughtfulness, it's really passive aggressive. It's like, hey, thanks for joining us in this market. I'm so, we're so glad you're here. By the way, we think you're going to screw this up. And let us tell you, you know what I mean? It's just so. It, is it, it, it kind of like the Apple IBM welcome uh, ad that they took out? It's it's really actually it, in tone it is not unlike I would say the um, Mac PC ads the, those mm-hmm. TV ads mm-hmm. you know what I mean very really fairly condescending in this oh gosh we're so cool you know kind of a way and you, you're so lame so and the only thing that really saves that those ads is John Hodgman being um, just so funny and charming so but anyway so so Slack took out this um, took out this ad published this thing it got a lot of play. And that was just kind of funny in itself. And it's very, it's also, I think, very defensive, self-defensive. Like, this is hard stuff and, and, you know, you should be careful. It's just kind of funny, you know. Did you guys read it? Did you guys see it? I, I had not seen this one. I had, I had read that there was kind of a response of, they wrote kind of a business-related response as well that I that I perused around. You know, they, they're, they're happy to have competition in the category they think it's going to do and, and you know I, I talk about that a lot on this show is you know I, I want more competition because it really drives um, the innovation side so so I do find this one I'm, I'm, I'm reading through it as you as you were talking I find it hysterical and it it does make me think of a lot of things that that Microsoft could definitely work on um, I just wonder and I, I heard you know Microsoft claimed that they've been working on the, the, the teams for 18 months. I've, I, th- I think they're they're not necessarily being truthful for how long it was worked on. And, and I wonder with some of the, the personal things that I've seen with Microsoft and their inability to respond quickly and fix things. And, and you know, Slack has has an immediate response to a lot of things that go on with their platform. So it's going it, to, this is going to be a different way to think for Microsoft. The one thing that keeps me from the Slack side of things is in, in a regulated environment, such as, such as a bank um, or in healthcare, um, Slack's not HIPAA compliant. Mm-hmm. So maybe this will, what I think would be awesome is if it pushed Slack to hit some of the regulatory requirements for certain for certain companies to be able to pr- use the product, and that's where Microsoft may may see kind of an inroads with with some of the enterprise. Another thing, and this ties into something else that I had, I had posted in here. I don't. I hate to kind of rush ahead, but 
I, you know, we use Slack very heavily at work. We have a, a, you know, nine person team and sometimes we bring in outsiders, but we use it as a major, you know, fun and work communication tool. But I'm understanding now, I'm starting to understand that Slack is actually pretty sloppy as far as using your processor, the way it, it just, it's a memory hog on the process, on your computer. Hmm. And, you know, we, we're not super intensive, most of us at work, um, but some of us are. Some of us are, you know, doing heavy video and sound and kind of things. Um, I had no idea. I, I don't really pay attention to it a lot. I'm a manager. <laughs> but, um, that's the kind of stuff I would they, – they innovate on a lot of the interface stuff, but that behind-the-scenes thing, that's really important. And I think what you're saying about HIPAA compliance and, you know, um, security and other things like that, I, I do hope that this pushes them in that direction. And the, 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 I, I always feel like the memory and processor is something that comes further down the road. I mean, and, and look at look at Google Chrome, right? They're on what version fifty four, and and they're just finally getting around to tweaking for, for memory and CPU utilization. So so I I do understand that as an issue because it's run rampant in in things like Firefox and Chrome and even in Internet Explorer. And, and I think it's something that the companies will get to, and I'm, I'm sure Slack will definitely pay attention to that, and, as well as I'm sure Microsoft's going to run into the same type of problem as as, as their utilities are browser based. You know, it's so ironic or like bitterly hypocritical of Google that's pushing all the web developers so hard to have really efficient websites, everything be mobile ready. And then on the other side of the, the wall there, their own browser is, uh, right? Yeah. Well, that's why they're pushing all the developers to be, to, <laughs> because they have to worry about their browser running. That's right. Awesome. Well, uh, we're running low on time. I want to take a quick rundown of the other stories we had lined up here. Uh, you guys can check out links. There. We have a link um, at awesomecast.net. When this show goes up to our show notes, you can check out uh, more on any of the stories that we've had in here and secret messages that we write to each other. Uh, first of all, Matt Matt Weller out there out east uh, has a mini Linux computer to power Chilla's touch table. And uh, yeah, this is a Vocore 2 that's up on Indiegogo. Uh, actually, I think yeah, 14 days left and definitely over a goal on Indiegogo. It's, it's just a tiny, tiny, tiny Linux computer with Wi-Fi. Uh, that looks like you could do a lot of fun with Chella. Hmm. I just I just saw the link for that. I'm gonna have to go check this out. It's got an Ethernet, audio jack, uh, a couple of SD card ports, uh, and it's that that's cool. That's it's like a mini 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 Raspberry Pi. Uh, so yeah, have fun with that. Uh, also, what we got here: Harry Potter spells with your Android phone. I got to play with this on my sister's um, Android tablet over the weekend. Uh, so, uh, Lumos and and Nox uh, for for light will turn on the flashlight now. And there's a couple other ones in there as well. Uh, this, of course, is promotion kind of around the um, um, Fantastic Beast movie that's coming out this week. Uh, that's starting to get me excited for it, actually. Not be a huge Harry Potter fan, but definitely it looks a lot like a lot of fun. I also had a story Patronus in here. Was, is Patronus one of them? And your Patronus comes up on the screen and you can show it at people? That would be a nice one. Yeah, there's a few of them in there. I don't know. I'm not versed the, in the spell casting. So, um, also, I have one in here about a chain smoking robot 
that isn't just hilarious. It's a big deal. Uh, yeah, they're doing it. You're using um, a, a chain smoking robot for, for research purposes. <laughs> I thought it was kind of fun. Uh, Cindy, do you want to tell us real quick uh, who is actually limited by the uh, uh, 16 gigabyte MacBook Pro? This is, I think, like one of those articles where, you know, if there's a question in the title of the article, the answer is almost always no. And so in that case, this article should be, is anyone really limited? And the answer is apparently no. That if you, unless, with the exception of Slack and um, Chrome, as we just talked about, you could like start up all of your apps on a 16 um, gig MacBook and life would go on pretty Mm -hmm. well. I mean, you'd have to really load it down pretty well. There's other issues that are helped there. Obviously, there's a lot to talk about there. There's, you know, no escape key, weird touch. Like, why doesn't the screen? I don't know. There's a lot of other issues, but the memory itself is probably not going to hold anybody back. Somebody out anyway, there, I thought it was a really good post. I think I recommend reading. Somebody out there is super, super, super specialized in this, and they're, they're like, no, actually, I need it. Somebody that's doing like a bunch of virtual machines or something. I'm using Final Cut, and I, I aim for the 16 gigabyte, and I don't think it takes advantage of much more than that. And I'm running Final Cut along with Slack, you know, Chrome, stuff like that, uh, without too much trouble, so... All right. I uh, also did we get to your you got to your Slack thing and we talked about voting Xbox previews for anyone who wants them so anybody can sign up in the I'm, I'm program, excited right? for this. So I, I know so Microsoft's opening up their preview program that used to be called the Insider program which you needed an invite. Um, go check it out. You'll be able to get um, advanced preview of all the updates. And the one thing that Microsoft does really well with that is then takes that information and incorporates it and will kind of push stuff more ahead in their roadmap or, or move stuff out of their roadmap, depending on what their, what, what the people running preview are saying. So definitely go check that out. If you, if you want to be able to vote your way into the changes within the Xbox. And also it looks like uh, Android auto is out as well. So Android audio, they actually released the, the same app that runs kind of on the in dash unit they released it as an app for your phone. Um, it kind of gives you the concept and idea of everything that you could do if you had auto running on your actual in-dash unit, obviously probably a little bit bigger of a screen unless you duct tape a tablet to the to your, to your uh, console. But I, I thought it was kind of neat. And it, from what I'm seeing, you know, this could bring... This could bring people into, hey, what can auto do for me and potentially even influence a future auto purchase based on the fact that, hey, I tried this on my phone. I would love it on a bigger screen and integrated right into my to my car. Also, obviously, if you're tethering with Bluetooth, all the voice type stuff and, and sound based stuff would be pretty nice to have. Hopefully awesome. a- Apple takes a chapter out of this book. Awesome. Check it out. All right, uh, that is all the awesome things we have for this week. Cynthia Klosky, thank you so much for joining us once again. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. And uh, go oh, so uh, of course on Twitter at Cynthia Klosky. Anything else people can check out? Well, come and, and check out uh, shiftcollaborative dot com. Um, I don't know you're you're going to get to come and see us soon, uh, but hopefully we're going to have something actually where we let people come by the office and say hello uh, for the holiday season. I'll I'll post about that. Awesome, awesome. Oh, I missed the one. You, you invented me like last year and I missed it. I'm, I'm, I'm always have my schedule in the way. Uh, go check them out. Great stuff happening over there. Uh, Chilla at Chilla on the Twitter and ChillaTech.net. 
Yep, Josh Chill on the Facebook. Please go out on the Twitter and retweet my desire for I voted stickers in Allegheny County. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, SorgatronMedia.com, AwesomeCast.net, where all the things are. MikeSorg.com gets to all the things that I'm into. And uh, uh, we have PodCamp Pittsburgh is going to have a boot camp coming up. Food blogging here at the Carnegie Library in Beachview. If you want to check it out, it's free. It is, I believe, that is Wednesday the 16th. And then that Sunday, we're going to be having a Sorgatron Media Coffee. It'll be the last time to come hang with me before I take off to Thailand. And Chilla, we probably should have a special talk on here about traveling internationally with technology uh, before I head out. Um, yeah, so. we, and we, we're, we're going to need someone that travels internationally regularly because I haven't done it in... Probably seven years. So if anybody out there is is an international traveler, please uh, hit us up. What's that? Thailand's coming back. Yeah. I'll, I'll hook you up. Okay. Awesome. So uh, we'll hook that up. Uh, go check out everything awesomecast.net. Subscribe, rate, review, all the things. Tell a friend. And support us on Patreon if you'd like to do that, too. Hey, I may need the Patreon money in order to get back from Thailand if things go south. So, uh, so just putting that out there. Uh, so thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you to our awesome co-host today. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.